Hello, I'm Aisha Khan and on today's update, the UAE announced 3,276 new cases of coronavirus, 12 deaths and 4,041 recoveries. More than 150,000 tests were carried out. Globally, there have now been more than 105.7 million cases. British drug maker AstraZeneca said on Saturday its vaccine developed with the University of Oxford appeared to only offer limited protection against mild disease caused by the South African variant of COVID-19. A study showed the vaccine had significantly reduced efficacy against the South African variant, according to a Financial Times report. Vaccination centres in the UAE will focus on inoculating the elderly and people with chronic diseases to prioritise their protection amid a rise in COVID-19 cases. The Ministry of Health and Prevention on Saturday announced the move as part of efforts to focus on more vulnerable groups in the next four to six weeks. People who do not fall into these categories will still receive the vaccine after booking an appointment in advance. Most Abu Dhabi government employees will work from home from Sunday under new rules to help tackle the pandemic. Workplaces will operate with just 30% attendance with the remainder of staff working remotely. People who work for semi-government-run companies and authorities will follow the same measures. The decision is similar to measures rolled out last year to help drive down cases. Capacity in malls in Abu Dhabi have been reduced as part of a raft of new restrictions designed to slow the spread of COVID-19. Malls across the Emirate must operate at no more than 40% of their maximum capacity, according to a notice issued by retailers seen by The National. Gyms will be limited to 50%, while restaurants and coffee shops must admit no more than 60% of their capacity. All staff working in malls must wear gloves and masks at all times under the new rules, which were issued by the Abu Dhabi Department of Economic Development. US President Joe Biden's administration is moving to revoke the designation of Yemen's Houthis as a terrorist group, citing the need to mitigate one of the world's worst humanitarian disasters. Former President Donald Trump's administration branded the Iranian-backed Houthis as a foreign terrorist organization. This move limited the provision of aid to the Yemeni people who have suffered six years of civil war. A State Department representative said on Friday they had formally notified Congress of Secretary of State Antony Blinken's intent to revoke the designation. The representative said, This decision has nothing to do with our view of the Houthis and their reprehensible conduct, including attacks against civilians and the kidnapping of American citizens. Our action is due entirely to the humanitarian consequences of this last-minute designation from the prior administration. The representative said the US remained committed to helping Saudi Arabia defend its territory against attacks by the rebels. Now over to Thray Abdullahi for what's trending. Good morning, Aisha. Trending this morning. Tributes have been pouring out on social media in China, honoring Li Wenyang, a doctor who raised awareness about the country's coronavirus outbreak one year after he died with COVID-19. Still trending this morning is Christopher Plummer's film Legacy, as his death was confirmed on February 5. The celebrated actor's film career spanned seven decades, with more than 200 acting credits to his name dating back to 1953. Finally, Donald Trump is trending on Twitter this morning as an Illinois judge ruled that the Trump International Hotel in Chicago violated state environmental laws for using river water to cool its AC systems. That's it for today's update. For our full range of podcasts, head to the podcast section of thenationalnews.com.